0: We pray this morning that through the Holy Son of Jesus, the Son of God, the One who is and always will be, the Alpha and Omega, the Beginning and the End, the One who was dead but now is alive, Lord, I pray that everyone in this room would would understand that because you live. They can face whatever trial, whatever situation in their life, knowing, God, that all things work together for the good, for those who love God and are called according to His purpose. I pray that not one person that's watching this via live stream, not one person in the cafe, not one person on the main floor and the balcony would leave this place without giving their lives completely to you so bless this time in jesus name i pray and everyone said you may have a seat david declared in psalms 103 bless the lord oh my soul and all that is within me bless his holy name David said affectionately, passionately, bless the Lord, O my soul, and all that is within me, bless his holy name. Somebody say amen. Amen. He said because he heals my diseases, he forgives all my sins, but most of all, he rescues me from the pit. He said, I can praise the Lord because the Lord has rescued me from the grave. Oh, David says in Psalms 33, sing praises to God. He said, make a joyful noise to the Lord. He said, it is fitting and upright to praise the Lord. He said, praise the Lord with the harp and make music on the ten-string lyre. Sing to him a new song. Play skillfully with joy. Somebody say with joy. And David's final anthem of praise, David's final sacred expression of exaltation is found in Psalms 150. He said, praise God in the sanctuary. He said, praise him in the mighty heavens. Praise him with the acts of power that he has done for us. Praise him for the surpassing greatness of who he is. Praise him with the sounding of trumpets. Praise him with the harp and lyre. Praise him with the tambourine. And praise him with the dancing. Say praise him with the dancing, he said. Praise him with the strings and flute, praise him with the clash of cymbal, praise him with the resounding cymbal. Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. Wow! Now, David is looking forward at what god would do and he's prophesying and 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 david could only see a glimpse of glory the bible says that that in the old testament they could only see a foreshadow of the messiah So David is actually praying and and speaking from his heart as he says that we ought to praise the Lord. He can't see what we've already seen. He's not on the other side of the resurrection. He's really looking forward and he's prophesying. And the Bible says that David would often dance before the Lord. In fact, at one point the Bible says that, that David got so excited about the presence of God. Do you believe that Jesus is here today? David got so excited about the presence of God you remember the story they had stolen the ark and the ark was a symbol of the presence of God Almighty and the Bible says that the ark was rescued and they brought the ark into Jerusalem and while they brought the ark into Jerusalem the Bible says that that David took off his outer garment and he began to dance before the Lord and his wife criticized and mocked him for it and he said you think this is something I'm gonna become even more undignified in the presence of God why because David loved the presence of God he understood that the ark represented the very presence the anointing of God that God was with him and I want you to know today that we have a reason to celebrate because Jesus is here come on somebody say amen the risen Savior is here today this morning and friends I want you to know we can celebrate every single day of our life But I think, what a beautiful day to celebrate. I got up at 3.30 in the morning. I was so amped. I thought to myself, I'm ready to go. Come on, son, come on out, because I'm ready to dance. Hallelujah. You know, there's no better day than on Easter Sunday morning to to celebrate the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, to put on our dancing shoes and shout and sing and rejoice because we know that He is alive, that we can praise the Lord. Why? Because we can praise Him in His greatness. We can praise Him in His goodness. We can praise Him in His grace, and we can also praise Him in the valley of the shadow of death. The resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, brings joy into our Heart as we declare, Live again, O glorious King. Where, O death, is thy sting? Where, O grave, is thy victory? Love's redeeming work is done. Fought the fight, the battle is won. Christ has opened paradise. Raise your voice and sing with joy. Triumphantly sing, ye heavens and earth reply, Jesus Christ is alive. Somebody say, Amen and friends this morning we have worshiped the Lord now it's been a little different I must admit but we have sung we have worshiped the Lord God Almighty we have worshipped with smiles on our face and we have rejoiced in the presence of the Lord but the precariousness of praise is this that listen as your pastor I realize that there are some people in this place this morning you've been sitting here this morning And you've been listening to the praise. You've been listening to the songs. You've been watching others praise the Lord. But the truth is, you have faced difficult times in your life this past year. There are those that are here this morning that you have faced the darkened season of your soul. That you have gone through pain in your life. You've gone through heartache in your life you have felt sorrow in your life like you've never seen before maybe you've gone through a painful divorce this year maybe you lost a loved one this year maybe you lost your job and so many of you perhaps maybe you have been touched with the superstorm sandy Many of you are still trying to get out of that situation. Your family has been displaced or perhaps maybe your house has been destroyed. Whatever the case may be, you're living in boxes and and you feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Maybe this year your dreams have seemed to have slipped right through your fingertips, perhaps maybe you've seen uh, for the first time you've you felt grief in, in ways in which you've never felt grief before. And The truth is, even though you want to celebrate, even though you want to worship the Lord, even though you want to lift up your hands, even though you want to sing, Christ the Lord is risen today. The words seem to come out with great difficulty and with hollow emptiness in your soul. You want to celebrate the resurrection. You want to rejoice and be glad. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm sure you love God. I'm sure that you believe that God created the heavens and the earth and, and that you believe that God can do all things. But, but you see, the truth is you have walked through a long, very difficult year. And the truth is you're just simply worn out. You're tired of the journey. You've gone through the fires of adversity. You've walked through the deep, dark valley, and it's hard to see the sunlight in the valley. you face great, great trials like a Red Sea in your life, and you don't know if this time you're going to make it. You don't know if you're going to get over to the other side. Behind the Easter smile, there is pain in the deepest resources of your soul. But my friend, I want to tell you this. I want to declare to you that even in the darkest moments of your soul, even when you face the most difficult storms in life, even though you struggle today to even believe, you still have a reason to celebrate. We still have a reason to sing. We have a reason to put on our dance shoes and and dance on God's great dance floor and say, bless the Lord, oh my soul, and all that is within me, no matter what comes in my life, no matter what storm I face, no matter what valley I have to walk through, I will still praise the Lord. I will say to my soul, why so downcast, oh my soul? Put your trust in God. Listen to me. We all struggle at times to believe even the best of us struggle at times to believe john the baptist he said behold the lamb of god who takes away the sins of the world prophetically he speaks this is the messiah this is the one we were waiting for and yet now john the baptist is thrown into prison he awaits execution he sends a note back to the messiah to say are you really the one are you the one we've been waiting for John the Baptist struggled with believing. Oh, the Bible tells us that Paul the Apostle himself despaired even life itself. Thomas... Thomas said, let us go and die with Christ. He was the only one that was willing to die with Christ. But now he looks on the cross and he sees that Christ is dead. And his doubt begins to take over his mind. Unbelief begins to to, to crowd out the faith that he once had. And the Bible says that Thomas said, unless I see him for myself, I will not believe. Even the best of us struggle with unbelief. Even the best of us struggle to believe this time, Lord, I know you love me. I know you care about me, but are you going to get me out of this situation in my life? And the truth is, the reality, listen to me, of the resurrection, the assurance of the resurrection, the power of the resurrection goes deeper than our pain. It goes deeper than our sorrow. It goes deeper than our questions. It even goes deeper than how you feel right now. For the Bible says that when you are faithless, God still remains faithful. Aren't you glad that you don't knock God off the throne with your questions? Hallelujah. You don't knock God off the throne with your pain and despair. He's still God. I said, He's still God. I said, He's still God. He's still on the throne. And Jesus is still the resurrected Savior. Somebody's amen glory to god please don't misunderstand me for a moment i'm not trying to minimize your pain pain is pain sorrow is sorrow but my friend there is no pit that is so deep that god's resurrection power cannot go even deeper there is no valley that is so dark that the light of god's glorious resurrected son cannot outshine the darkness there is no mountain so tall in your life no trial so stressful no question so difficult no pain so unbearable that the risen christ cannot reach down into the situation and give you the grace to go through the situation that you must go through with peace and grace so that you might understand that there is peace that passes all understanding and there is joy in the midst of sorrow that is unspeakable and full of glory hallelujah why because he lives we can face tomorrow because he lives we have a reason to celebrate even when it's hard to raise our hands even when it seems so hard to sing the songs even when it's hard to celebrate you still have a reason to sing you see the truth is Jesus and all of his disciples went through very difficult times in their lives yet even though they went through incredible times in their life they still praise the Lord even unto their death think about Jesus's disciples Andrew was crucified James was beheaded, John was exiled, Matthew was speared to death, Bartholomew was beaten and crucified, Philip was crucified, Thomas was speared to death, Simon was crucified, James was stoned to death, and Thaddeus was also stoned to death. Peter was crucified upside down because he didn't consider that he was even worthy to be crucified the same way that Jesus was crucified. Paul was beheaded. But even though all these men were martyred they had an undying faith, they sang, they praised the Lord, The Bible says that even when Paul was in prison he began to worship the Lord and praise the Lord and the Bible says the shackles were broken off of his hands because he was willing to praise the Lord in every situation in his life and friend if you're going to be a victorious Christian then you've got to learn to give thanks to the Lord in all situations in every situation in your life you've got to learn how to praise your way through again you've got to say I'm walking through the valley but I'm not staying in the valley I'm in in the tomb but the stone can roll away again i i'm going through sickness in my body but i know by his stripes i am healed i know that i might even face death but i know that he holds the keys of life and death in his hands hallelujah i'm more than a conqueror through christ who gives me strength you see, their faith rested absolutely on the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's why Paul the Apostle declared in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, we will not all sleep. And he wasn't talking about in church. <laughs> but we will be changed in a flash, in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet. For the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we will be changed I mean blink your eyes just blink your eyes one time go do it again stop winking at me Pastor Dave (laughs) for the perishable must be clothed with imperishable and the mortal with immortality when the perishable has been clothed with imperishable and the mortal with immortality, then the saying that is written will come tr- true. Death has been swallowed up in victory. Where, O oh, death? is your victory where oh death is your sting the sting of death is sin and the power of sin is the law but thanks be to God he gives us the victory through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ who has been risen from the dead come on somebody say amen glory to God well this week I was thinking of, of Peter, Paul and Mary You you remember Peter, Paul, and Mary? I'm leaving on a jet plane. Let's see how many people that we know in this place know who Peter, Paul, and Mary is. You're dating yourself right now. Well, you know what? When Jesus Christ comes back, I'm not going to need a jet plane. I'm going to be resurrected. Glory to God. As the word of the Lord says, I don't want you to be ignorant about those who have fallen asleep. He says, but the Lord himself... With a trumpet blast from the angels of God will blast that trumpet and the dead in Christ shall rise, and we that remain shall be caught up to meet them in the air. And we shall be with the Lord. Encourage one another with these words. Hallelujah. I'm here to encourage you that you can still sing, you can still worship no matter what you're going through, because he holds your life in his hands. Peter, Paul, and Mary. I want to tell you a talk to you a little bit about another Peter, Paul and Mary Peter in praise, Paul in suffering and Mary as she lets go of a dead Savior and she clings to the resurrected Lord. Peter in suffering. Peter suffering and yet knowing how to praise the Lord. Turn with me if you would to 1st Peter chapter 1 real quick. an apostle of the Lord Jesus Christ to God's elect strangers listen to what he says strangers in this world friend we're just passing through we're strangers in this world scattered throughout pontus and galatia and cappadocia and asia and bithynia who have been chosen according to the foreknowledge of God the Father through the sanctifying work of the Spirit for obedience to Jesus Christ and the sprinkling of His blood. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. I love that. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. Listen what he says. Now listen closely. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. In his great mercy, he has given us new birth. Everybody say new birth. Into a living hope. Everybody say a living hope. Through the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ from the dead. And into an inheritance that cannot perish, spoil, or fade. Kept in heaven for you who through faith are shielded by God's power until the coming of salvation that is already being revealed in these last days. In this, listen to me, in this you greatly rejoice. Everybody say greatly rejoice. Rejoice. Though for now, at this very moment, Peter says, though for now, for a little while, you may have had to suffer all kinds of trials in your life. These have come so that your faith of greater worth than gold, which perishes even though refined by the fire, may be proved genuine and may result in praise and glory and honor when Jesus Christ is revealed. Though you have not seen him, you love him. And even though you do not see him now, you believe in him and are filled. Listen to what he says. And you are filled with inexpressible glory you are filled with inexpressible praise you are filled with inexpressible glorious joy for you are receiving the goal of your faith the salvation of your souls
1: Hallelujah.
0: the context in which peter is writing this is to people that had been scattered abroad because of persecution they were going through difficult times. These people were going through difficult trials in their life. Listen to me. These people were being persecuted. Many of them were being put to death. They were being put out of their houses and they were scattered because of their faith in Christ. He says, in this you greatly rejoice. For now you're suffering in all kinds of trials of your faith. And Peter tells them, but praise be to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, because in his great mercy, listen to me, he has given us new birth. Glory to God he's given us a new life friend if you are a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ you have a new life Paul the Apostle says that that all things are passed away and all things have been made new we are new creatures in Christ Jesus let me tell you you ought to praise the Lord because of the new life that's come inside of you you were a sinner now you're a saint you were lost and now you're found you were blind but now you can see you were dead but now you've come alive glory to God and Peter says not only has he given you a living hope Not only has he given you a great new faith or a new life, but he said you can have joy today Why because that hope is anchored in the resurrection? He said through the resurrection of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. We've been given a living hope It's not a dead hope it's not a misguided hope it's not an unprovable hope Peter tells us we haven't followed fairy tales and sky and the pie hope he said we have followed the word of the Lord that came through the prophets when we saw Jesus himself we saw him we held him we beheld his glory and we know that he's alive listen what he said Peter said we did not follow cleverly invented stories when we told you about the power of the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ but we were eyewitnesses of the majesty and we have the word of the prophets more certain and you will do great so that you pay attention closely to it as a light listen to me as a light that is shining in dark places Hallelujah. as a light that shines in the valley a light that shines in the dark resources Where God says to you and I, there is a resource in the midst of the valley. And that is the light of God's hope that comes through the resurrection of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It's shining in a dark place until the day dawns and the morning star rises in your heart. Peter said, we didn't follow fairy tales and stories that we cannot verify but we were eyewitnesses to the power of his resurrection and to his ascension. And we have a hope that keeps us going in the midst of our suffering. We have a hope that sustains us in the midst of pain. We have a hope that will not fade or vanish in the face of even death itself. It's a living hope. You see, the resurrection is God's proof. The resurrection is God's proof and God's evidence to us that at every bend, That at every crossroad in our life, in spite of every obstacle, in spite of every barrier, in spite of every sickness, disease, in spite of every dark valley that we must walk through, in spite of every giant that we face, and every mountain we must climb, God still rolls the stone away. That God still raises the dead That God still turns very bad situations into victorious situations in our life. All things work together for the good for those who love God and are called according to his purpose. Jesus said, heaven and earth shall pass away, but God's word will stand forever in the heavens. When God makes a promise, he keeps the promise. And the resurrection is our proof. And it verifies that even in the midst of the darkest times in your life, God still can do miracles. God still rolls the stone away. Say with me, God still rolls the stone away. Say that again, God still rolls the stone away. Turn your neighbor and say, you're still the funniest looking person I've seen in my life, but God still rolls the stone away. God still has the last word in your life. Peter tells us we have an inheritance that cannot perish. It cannot spoil or fade. It's kept in heaven for you who through faith are shielded by God's power until, listen to me, until the coming of the salvation that is ready to be revealed in these last times. You see, some people keep on storing their goods on earth. But friends, let me tell you something. You can't take it with you. You can keep on storing it up and storing it up and storing it up, but you can't take it with you. Jesus says, store your treasures in heaven. And Peter says, your treasure is in heaven. It's kept for you. I know you've been going through some difficult times in your life, but it's kept in heaven for you. Your faith is shielded by God's power and it's kept in heaven for you Peter tells them the reason for their suffering is so that they might be made like pure gold refined in the fire listen to me God is doing a work in your life through the trial God is doing a work in your life through the pain Oh, we all have to face difficult times in our life but here's here's the the great truth is that even in the midst of the difficult times in our life God is at work doing something in you that he could not do unless you went through the fire hallelujah all the dross is coming to the top and you're becoming like pure gold turn your neighbor and say you're still the funniest looking person I've ever seen in my life but God is making you into pure gold pure gold Through the fires of life, he's making you into pure gold. And Peter says, even though you're going through the fire, you still have a reason to sing. You still have a reason to praise him. You still have a reason to dance and shout for joy. Peter goes on to say, though you have not seen him, you love him and even though you don't see him now, you believe in him and as a result of that you are filled, listen to me, you're filled with a peace that passes all understanding and you're filled with a joy that is inexpressible and full of glory. Why? Because you're receiving the goal of your faith, the salvation of your soul. You can walk through the valleys of the shadow of death. You can say, I may not always be happy. And friends, happiness is contingent on your circumstance. Joy comes from the Holy Ghost, hallelujah. Joy comes deep within our soul when we get a revelation of how good God is. Joy comes deep within our soul when we understand that nothing can separate us from the love of God. I may not always understand why. I may not even like what I'm going through, but the joy of the Lord is my strength now let me tell you quickly about Paul we talked about Peter let me tell you a little bit about Paul Paul was no stranger to suffering himself Paul the Apostle was no stranger to suffering as he declared that so many times he was beaten shipwrecked so many times he went without food but Paul the Apostle listen what he says in all these things we are more than conquerors through Him who loved us. What, what things? In suffering, in sorrow, in pain, in heartache, in trials, in tribulation. What things? In death, in life, with all of the ups and downs in the present. And in the future, Paul says, we are more than conquerors. Notice what he says in Romans chapter 8, verse 31. What then shall we say in response to all the problems that we go through in our life? In response to all of this, if God is for us, then who can be against us? Who did not spare his own son, but gave him up for us all? How will we not also, along with all of this, graciously give us all things? Who will bring any charge against God's chosen It is God who justifies. Who is it that condemns? Christ Jesus who died. More than that who was raised to life is at the right hand of God and he lives to intercede for you and I. Hallelujah. That Jesus is alive and he's praying for us right now. That by the Holy Spirit you would be strengthened in the trials of your life. You see, because of the resurrection of the Lord, Jesus Christ, Paul could face any situation in his life, even suffering. I love what Paul says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Therefore, we do not lose heart. As Jesus said, let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house, there are many mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you but I go away to prepare a place for you so that where I am, you might be also. Let not your heart be troubled, though outwardly we are wasting away, yet inwardly we are being renewed day by day the joy of the Lord, the peace of God. Inwardly we are being renewed day by day for our light and momentary troubles are achieving for us an eternal glory that outweighs them all. Paul what in the world are you talking about have you gone mad light and momentary trouble Paul was stoned and I'm not talking about marijuana Paul was stoned and left dead our light and momentary trouble Paul was beheaded for his faith Paul went so many days without eating Paul went through trials that we could only think possible in our own lives yet the Bible says that Paul says these are light and momentary afflictions compared to the glory that will be revealed in us he said this present suffering cannot be compared to what God is planning for us Eye is not seen nor ear is heard nor is it entered into the heart of man what God is preparing for those who love him so we fix our eyes on what is not what is not seen we fix our eyes on those things that are beyond us because faith is beyond sure of the things that we hope for I love what Paul says in 2nd Corinthians 4 we are hard pressed on every side but not crushed we are perplexed sometimes we don't understand but we are not in despair we are persecuted yet not abandoned we are struck down but we're not destroyed Paul said you can knock me down but you can't knock me out hallelujah you can persecute me but you can't steal my joy you can beat me you can whip me you can stone me but you can't steal my song you can throw me in the prison but you can't take away my dancing shoes why because 2 Corinthians 5 Paul the Apostle says we know that if this earthly tent is destroyed we have a building from God an eternal house in heaven not built with human hands. Meanwhile on this earth we groan. Why? Because we want to be clothed with our heavenly clothing. Because when we are clothed we, are, we will not be found naked. For while we are in this tent we groan and are burdened. Because we do not wish to be unclothed but clothed with our heavenly dwelling. So that what is mortal may be swallowed up by life. Now it is God. Who made us for this very purpose. And he has given us the Holy Spirit as a guarantee for the things that are coming. Therefore, we are always confident in knowing this. As long as we are at home in the body, we are absent from the Lord. We live by faith. Let me say that again. Christian, we live by faith. We call those things that are not as though they are we can see into the heavenly realm and see the promises of God that are kept for us that are yes and amen in Christ Jesus. We are confident, I say, and would prefer to be away from the body and at home with the Lord. So we make it our goal, whether we are at home or away, to be pleasing to God. Hallelujah. You know what pleases God more than anything else is when you're going through a trial in your life, when you're going through suffering, and yet you can still sing. You know what gives God the most glory is when you're thrown in the pit, when you go through the fire, and yet you can still say, but my Redeemer liveth, and I will bless the name of the Lord no matter what happens in my life why because paul knew that nothing could ever separate him from the love of god that was found in christ jesus paul said what shall separate us from the love of god he said every day of my life i am put to death but no in all these things we are more than conquerors through him who loved us for i am convinced that neither death nor life neither angels nor demons neither the present or the future nor any other power neither height nor death nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God which is found in Christ Jesus. See Paul also knew that his present suffering could never compare to the body that God was going to give up. Now listen to me. This Easter I want you to know that God is preparing a body for, your, for you and I that will blow our minds. Now here's the truth. The truth is you can color your hair you could pray that you don't lose your hair you can get a tummy tuck you can get a facelift you can paint up your face and paint up your nails but let me tell you something you're gonna do two things in your lifetime you're gonna pay taxes and you're gonna die (laughs) but Paul the Apostle says in the twinkling of an eye this old body This old tent is going to be changed and transformed into a whole new glorious body. Not only that, but Paul the Apostle says we have the promise that one day we're going to be in heaven. Now some people, they have this really, really boring vision of heaven. You see, we really think that God's going to give us our own cloud. When you get to heaven and you register in heaven he's going to give you your own cloud that fits your size and some of you are going to need some really big clouds. (laughs) And when you check in he's going to give you a harp and you're going to float in the heavens with a harp and you're going to sing the praises of God and every once in a while you're going to pass by somebody that you know and you're going to say praise the Lord. Friend, let me tell you something. If heaven is a big cloud with a harp, I don't want to go there. But John says, I saw heaven it was a glorious place hallelujah. there were streets of gold and there were glassy seas and the Son of God was there he had fire in his eyes hallelujah he had a double sword double-edged sword in his mouth and when he spoke it was like the thunders and when he stood he was so brilliant he was so glorious that there was no need for sun. and the Bible says he shall wipe away every tear and take away every sorrow why because we're gonna rejoice in heaven we're to get to heaven and there's going to be every people from every tribe and every nation and we're going to gather around the throne room of heaven and we're going to rejoice and praise the Lord and we're going to work uh, and we're going to have fellowship with one another and we're going to eat a whole lot of pasta fazool but I want you to know God is going to do something great and when we get to heaven we're going to be standing on God's great dance floor and we're going to rejoice uh, and we're going to say thank you Jesus it's more glorious than I could ever imagine I has not seen nor hear is heard, nor is it entered into the heart of man with God. It's preparing for those who love him. Some people say, when I get to heaven I'm going to ask Jesus all the questions. I'm going to ask him why? Why this and why that friend when you get to heaven and you see the sun in all of his glory in all of his radiance, in all of his power, you're going to praise the Lord for a thousand years uh, and then you're going to look at Jesus and you're going to say wow! And then you're going to praise the Lord for another thousand years uh, and then you're going to look around and gonna say wow Hallelujah! my friend we can dance we can celebrate even in the midst of trials in our life oh but as the worship team comes let me tell you for a moment about Mary Peter Paul we need the whole band let me tell you about Mary Mary loved Jesus you see Mary was a prostitute she was filled with seven demons she had been in one relationship after another relationship after another relationship she was filled with depression young person I want to tell you something look at me every young person in this place you will not find joy in another relationship until you find joy in God you may be looking for fun outside of what God has for your life but let me tell you this world will leave you miserable this world will use you this world will abuse you you will go from one relationship to another until you find yourself depleted of joy but friends God has the right person at the right time for you who loves the Lord that was free of charge I'm I'm gonna throw that in free of charge (laughs) Mary was looking she looked all her life and Jesus comes into her life he speaks the master speaks with such clarity the master speaks with such authority. And he speaks to Mary. And he tells Mary, Mary, you've, you've been through so many relationships. Now it's time to come to me. You've been involved in witchcraft. You've allowed demons to come into your life. Now it's time to be set free. And with one word, Jesus breathes on Mary. And life comes into her. She's set free from all of the demons of her life. She's set free from a past. She's set free from the guilt and pain and suffering and the remorse of all the things she did in her life. She loved Jesus so much. One time Jesus was sitting outside in a religious man's house and he was having lunch with a religious man and the Bible says that Mary came, snuck up behind him. And Mary took an expensive box of perfume that she had been saving. It was an alabaster box filled with expensive perfume. And the Bible says she she broke that box. She took that oil and she, she poured it on Jesus. She took her hair, her beautiful hair, and she began to wipe His feet. She began to worship Jesus and love Jesus. The Pharisees became so indignant and angry at, at Jesus. Why are you letting this woman, this prostitute, do this to you? And Jesus said, Leave her alone. She's preparing me for my burial. But, but 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 Mary loved Jesus so much. And it seemed like all of her hope, all of her life now is wrapped up in the man Jesus. They take Jesus away, they beat him, they spit at him. Look, look at me mock him they put a crown of thorns on his head the blood is flowing from his brow they hang him on a tree Mary looking at her Savior on the tree she is heartbroken the Bible says that most everyone ran from Jesus they forsook him not Mary not Mary she loved Jesus now in spite of what Dan Brown says about Mary marrying Jesus that's not true, that's much of nonsense she might have wanted to but she wasn't married to Jesus but she loved Jesus it was a pure love for Jesus and now they take his dead body off the tree and Mary follows along every step of the way Joseph takes Jesus' body and puts it in the tomb and they roll the stone in front of the tomb and Mary's heart sinks it's over my hope is dead in that tomb on the first day of the week it's Mary again mary at the foot of the cross mary following jesus all the way to the tomb mary coming back on the first day of the week she took some of that that pure perfume she took it back she was on her way to the tomb when she gets close enough to the tomb she notices Is that the tomb of Jesus? I mean, she's thinking to herself, maybe perhaps somehow when I get to the tomb, I could get somebody to roll the stone away. But now she looks and the stone is actually rolled away. And an angel comes out of the tomb and he says, Mary, why are you seeking the living amongst the dead? Mary doesn't know what to think about all of this. She's running around, she sees a man. She thinks to herself, this is the man Who can help me find where Jesus is. So she runs to him. She thinks he's the gardener. And she says, they've taken my Lord away. Do you know where they have taken him? And all of a sudden, Jesus takes office. And he opens her eyes. And she sees, it's Jesus. It's the Savior. He's alive. She falls to her knees. And the Bible says she begins to cling to Jesus. Cling to Jesus. And I suppose she was saying, Oh Jesus, you left me for three days. Don't leave me again. Don't leave me again. And Jesus says something to Mary. He says, Woman, don't cling to me. For I am not yet ascended to heaven. I have not yet been glorified you think to yourself, that's mean. Why would you tell Mary not to cling to him? You know why? Because Mary was clinging to the past. Mary was clinging to a dead Jesus. Mary was clinging to what she thought Jesus was in the past. But now Jesus is the resurrected Savior. And Jesus says to Mary, Mary, this is a new day. (laughs) Mary, you thought I was glorious before. Mary, you thought it was awesome before. But now I'm a resurrected Jesus. You can't cling to the past. You can't cling to the, even the victories of the past and the miracles of the past. Because today is a new day. Hallelujah. And friend, I want to tell you something. This morning is a new morning. This morning is a new day. And you don't have to cling to Yesterday you don't have to hold on to your guilt and shame and pain you don't even have to hold on to the victories of the past why because Easter symbolizes that God makes all things new his mercies are new today his strength for you is new today his power his resurrection power is new for you today why because he lives I can face tomorrow
1: a galaxy choose to wear a crown that bleeds and scars to win my heart
0: Would you all stand on your feet today? Hallelujah. This Easter I I attempted to make the resurrection real. See, we're real people and we go through real heartaches in our life. And maybe today you're here and you say, Pastor Steve this has been a tough year for me. I've gone through some great pain in my life and I want to sing I want to experience that peace I want to have that joy deep down in my heart again maybe you've lost your first love maybe you're a Christian and you are just like you're numb you're numb because of all the things that you've gone through in your life but God today wants to wrap his arms around you and just love you and so With every head bowed and every eye closed in this place. I'm going to ask you a a question. If you were to die today. Do you know for certain that if you die today you'd go to heaven? Are you sure that you have a relationship with God? If you're not sure. I believe today that God. He wants to come into your life. He wants to give you new life. He wants to write your name in heaven. He wants you to be sure. Sure. Beyond the shadow of a doubt that if you die today, you'd go to heaven. He sent His Son that you might have eternal life. And the Bible says that if you believe in your heart, you confess with your mouth, you will have eternal life. And no matter what you go through in your life, you will know that He is with you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. You say, Pastor, pray for me today. I want to get get right with God today. I, I want to know that I know that I have eternal life. I want you to raise your hand quickly in this place, all over this place. God bless you, God bless you, God bless you. So many of you, God bless you, God bless you, God bless you, all over this place today. You know, today's the the day, today's your day to accept Christ as your savior and your Lord. And you know what? We wanna help you in your journey. We wanna help you in your journey of faith and I wanna pray for you today. We have some altar workers we call them they have a packet of information. And today we have a special gift for you. And this gift is the gift of faith. The Bible says that we have to have faith. And we put our faith in Christ. And we have a book called The Case for Faith. We want to give you that book. We want to give you some information. But more than that, we want to pray for you that today can be your day that God writes your name in heaven. What a day of celebration. What an incredible day. But friend, you have to come out of your tomb and you have to say, yes, I'm willing. I'm willing to follow Christ. I'm willing to trust Christ. And so I'm going to ask you right now, you're here and you raised your hand. I'm going to ask you to do something very, very courageous. I want to pray for you. This is a family and you have No reason in the world to be ashamed or embarrassed to say, yes, I want God in my life. Friend, we need more churches that that encourages people and challenges people to make Christ their Lord. And so, if you raised your hand today, I want you to step out of your seat and meet me right here. Come on, quickly. Quickly. In the balcony, you just come out. Come on. Come on. If you raised your hand, come quickly. 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 Others that are here, so many of you raised your hand. Come out out of your seat. Amen. A couple of Easter's ago, A group of people gave their lives to the Lord. They're still in church today serving God and God's doing a great work. I want you to come today if you raised your hand. And I want you to turn to your neighbor right now. And I want you to say to your neighbor, are you sure? that if you died today you'd go to heaven and and if they say I'm not sure say you know what I'll go with you let's go together to the altar and grab them by the hand and say let's go and pray together come I want you to come ask your neighbor right now go ahead and say are you sure and if they're not sure say I'll go with you come on come on quickly this is a great time come on somebody give the Lord a clap offering for this. this is awesome 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 hallelujah in the balcony so many have raised your hands. Don't let that balcony keep you from coming. Come down from that balcony and come give your life to Christ today. You only have to do it one time. You only have to ask Christ to come into your life one time. But but I want to be sure today. I want you to be sure today that you know that he died for you, that, that he rose on the third day and that you can have eternal life. Anybody else you want to come today? God bless you, young man. Where are you serving? Fort Benning, Georgia. Let's give this young man a big hand. Hallelujah. All right. In a moment, we're going to pray. But before we pray, I'm going to give a second altar call, we call it in this place. For all of those that are here today, you've been going through a hard time. I mean, you've been going through the vast, it seems like of the shadow of death and on this Easter you want new life to come back into you want God to breathe hope into you you want God to breathe faith into you you just want to say you know what no matter what goes on in my life I'm gonna praise the Lord I want you to get out of your seat right now and join these young people here and say yes I'm gonna I'm gonna commit today That no matter what goes on in my life, I'm going to serve Him with my whole heart. Come on. You've been going through something today. You've been going through something in your life and you need prayer. Come on. Come on. come on. Some of you have been going through some really hard times. Come. We want to pray for you as well. This message was for you today. Come on. Come on. Others of you, you've been going through some really hard times in your life. And you say, you know what? I'm not going to let the devil steal my joy. I'm not going to let the devil steal my peace. I'm not going to let the devil steal my song. But I'm going to stand tall. And I'm going to worship God. And I'm going to thank Him because He lives. I can face tomorrow. I want you to get out of your seat. We want to pray for you. Anybody else? Quickly. Quickly. Praise God. Are you ready to pray? Are you ready to pray? You know, this takes courage to come out of your seat and say, Yeah, I want Jesus in my life. And I want some folks that are here today, it's going to get crowded in a moment, but I want some folks that are here, you see there's some family friends up here, you're not going to be able to get too close to them, but you want to stand with them and support. Maybe there's some folks here that have been going through a difficult time and you just want to pray for them. I want you to get out of your seat as well and kind of come around these folks and just let's pray as a family. Come on, come on, quickly, quickly, praise God. No better day than on Easter Sunday morning to do this, hallelujah. Come on, come on. Pull in a little tighter, guys. Come in a little tighter. Now, just, just in case, just in case you might not, for whatever reason, think that you're allowed to celebrate in church and dance in church. Just in case some of you came today and you were thinking, man, I would have really liked the traditional service where we could have sung a couple of songs. We could have heard a nice sermon and we could have gone home listen to me here's what the bible says the bible says when when one person realizes that they need god when one person realizes that they need a savior when one person comes home all of heaven rejoices the bible says that god steps off his throne and he says somebody's come home listen to me there was a young man there was a young man And he wanted to go out and he wanted to party. He wanted to go to all the latest discotheques and he wanted to have a lot of money. So he went to his father and he said, father, listen to me. I know you're not dead yet, but give me my inheritance now. And the father says, well, you're going to have to learn the hard way. And so he gave him his inheritance. And the young man went out and he partied every night of his life and he spent all of his money and he had a lot of friends when he had a lot of money he had no friends when he didn't have any money young people remember that and the bible says that he was so hungry he didn't have any money that he's he went and worked for a guy who worked with the pigs the Bible says at night when the boss wasn't looking he would take the pig slop and he would eat the pig slop listen to me you were created in God's image you're God's daughter you're God's son and he loved you with an everlasting love glory to God listen to me listen to me and he was eating the pig slop and one day he came to his senses he came to his senses and he said in my father's house I have everything that I need. In my father's house I have all the food that I I want to eat. In my father's house I have all the clothes that I need. I'm going to go back to my father. Listen to me. This is so cool. And while he's on his journey back home, the father looks out the window. He probably looked out the window every day that his son was gone as God loves us so much he's looking for you and he looked out his window and he see He sees his son far off and the Bible says that the father runs to his son he runs out he says that's my son and he takes his royal robe off and he puts his royal robe on this filthy body of his son he takes off his signet ring and he puts it on his son's finger he takes off his sandals and he takes those muddy, muddy feet and he puts his royal sandals on his feet and he runs back home and he tells his servants get the fatted camp get the biggest bowl of fa- pasta fazule that you can find my son listen to me my son was blind and now he can see my son was dead but now he's alive glory to God my son is home my son is home and notice what he said tell everybody to get the music going get the dance shoes on why because we're gonna have a party hallelujah glory to God That's what God does when one person, Jesus says, when one person comes home, God throws a big party. So I don't know about you, but I think today's a good time to throw a party. Come on, somebody. Say amen. But we're going to pray right now. I want you to bow your heads. And we're going to ask Jesus to come into our life, to be the Lord and Savior of our life. I want you to pray with me right now, dear Jesus. Jesus. Pray, dear Jesus, dear Jesus, thank you. Thank you for dying on the cross. For dying on the cross. For, my sins.
1: for my sins. I ask you right
0: now. I ask you right now. Forgive me of my sins. Of my sin. And come into my heart. Come into my heart. Be my savior. Be my savior. And my Lord. And my Lord. I trust you. I trust you. And I thank you. I thank you. According to your word. If I believe, believe. you will come in and never leave me (laughs) and never forsake me. me. Help me, Lord, Lord as I walk through this life, life. even when I go through difficult times to praise you and thank you you. for everything you do in my life. I will trust you
1: you. Because
0: because you're alive. I can face my tomorrow. I can celebrate. I can celebrate. I said, I can celebrate. How many say, yes, we can celebrate? Come on, give the Lord a clap offering. Hallelujah. Come on. Now, if you ask the Lord to come into your life, I want you to know he's there, and he's never going to leave you, and he's never going to forsake you. We've got a gift we want to give you, but we're going out. Listen to me. Today, this morning. We're going out celebrating the resurrection of the Lord Savior. Come on, somebody say, Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Say, Jesus is alive. Jesus is alive. Come on, put your hands together with me and help me worship the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Come on, sing with us and come back to the start. to the
1: star where you found me coming back to your heart why surrender take me this is all This is freedom, you will feel your heart, your heart before us. Take me, this is all I can bring. Come on, see right there. Take me. This is all I get.
0: of sorrow joy in the midst of pain peace in the midst of questions and may you know that no matter what you go through in your life jesus will never leave you nor forsake you god bless you happy resurrection day
1: have a great day i come alive